0: Hello, everyone. This is The Drop Podcast, and I am your host, Lance Dascott. I do have a few things I wanted to get to today that I was not able to get to in the last podcast. Some good news. Some things are getting me very hot under the collar. Let's get right into the topics. The first topic, of course, is going to be a positive. Let's start out on a positive note. Tarasenko was named the number four winger in the league by NHL.com. That is great to see. We know what kind of talent this guy has, and it's looking like the rest of the league is starting to understand it. I think his first couple years, they may have thought it was a fluke, but there's no fluke now about this guy. He is an up-and-coming star, and I only see him getting better. He could score 50 goals very soon. That would not shock me at all. He could turn into a 100-point guy very, very soon. Not far off from that mark, so that's good news. Good news, Robbie Fabry's looking good. He's skating a couple times a week uh, with some of those uh, players and also Braden Shin, the new guy. Uh, They've been told not to touch him, which I hope they told them that uh, a lot. (laughs) But uh, he went down February 4th against Pittsburgh and it did not look good at all for him. You know when he went up and started after he got that pass to Yakupov and got hit and his leg went up and and subsequently went against the boards and got smashed. I knew it was not very good. That February 4th was a bad game. The Blues lost four to one, and uh, he's been battling back ever since. It's so nice to see that. And you know this guy's frustrated. Not only did he have an injury that took him out of the season after I believe it was about 51 games. You know, he wasn't having a great year. After 51 games, he had 11 goals and 18 assists for uh, 29 points. But he was a minus 16. I know that had to bug Robbie Fabry. Uh, this guy is a hard worker, gets into the boards, really plays physical, but has got a lot of talent. A great passer. has got a very good, I'd say, above-average shot. And I would say if he would have continued to have the same year that he was having and didn't break out of it, uh, he probably would have had about 17 goals and about, you know, 28 assists, 26. So it wouldn't have been a great year for him. But, uh, hey, um, he's still young. He's got room to grow. The Blues are going to have to make a decision after this year because his contract is up. He'll be a restricted free agent. And uh, what kind of money will the Blues be able to afford? Hopefully he'll have a good year and the Blues can lock this guy up. And uh, nothing against uh, Stasny. Uh, you know, I, I love Paul Stasny, but... Um, the Blues, I hope, do not re- redo his contract, or if they do, it's not for $7 million a year because uh, I don't think that's worked out. There are other people that say they have no problem with that contract. Well, I would say right now, if it was Paul Stasny at the age he was when the Blues signed him and they paid him $7, 7500000 I wouldn't have a problem with it, but I think they way overpaid for him a couple years ago, and I know the guy's been hurt, and I'm not questioning his work ethic or anything like that because he is a hard worker. I just don't think he has performed constantly and uh, thoroughly uh, with the Blues. He's uh, had games where he's just very, very good, and other games, you know, just not real good. And the Blues, for $7 million, uh, really need more than that from him. Well, that's the positive with Tarasenko, uh, a little bit of the negative with Fabry, with him being hurt last year, but a positive uh, way looking forward with Fabry, and hopefully uh, he can... uh, rebound, which I think he will be with his hard work. Now to this fiasco with the city of St. Louis and the comptroller in the blues. The comptroller released a statement saying that uh, uh, they have not approved the transaction to issue the bonds to renovate Scott Trade Center because it's going to incur debt to the city's general fund for non-essential services and impact the city's credit. Well, I have a huge issue with that. This is not Uh, someone that uh, really should have this ability. The board of aldermen made this deal. And now the comptroller's office is trying to say that that was illegal too, that they had no right to do that. So on and so forth to, to buy that arena and to take it over and to lease it to the blues. And it's, it's, it's stupid. My thing is this, this is an asset to the city of St. Louis. This is an asset that, you know they're not looking past this. They're saying that only the blues make money off this. Well, no, the city makes money off of it in taxes. So don't sit there and tell me that this is non-essential. I would fully understand if Mister Stillman was asking for two or three hundred million dollars to renovate the stadium, and it was his own stadium. I would have a little issue with that. I would say maybe he should pay for most of that and try to get the city to chip in. But this is property of the city of St. Louis. You're not going to fund this in any other way. And this has been on the desk of the comptroller for, um, let's see, today is August to February, six months. And, um, you know, like I said earlier, this financial agreement was approved by the Board of Aldermen and the Board of Estimates and its appointees it's 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 ridiculous it's totally ridiculous it's in me it's it's a frivolous lawsuit well you you know what the thing is is that you know this this lawsuit is going to cost the city in the long run in in one way this city is already tarnished this city has a high crime crime rate uh, every night You see on the news, two people murdered in South St. Louis, three people murdered in North St. Louis, somebody murdered in St. Charles County, somebody mugged uh, in Brentwood, you know, this, this and that. The city's got a bad reputation. Let's build on something here and um, let's upgrade something that the city owns, which is an asset, which is a necessity, because if you invest money in that asset, that asset is worth more money. So to the, alderman, to, the, uh, to the Alderman, great. I'm so great, glad you guys approved this. You know what's going on. To the Comptroller Green, you're lost. You're totally lost. And I would guarantee you that Comptroller Green does not watch hockey. I will guarantee you that. Because if she was a hockey fan, she would see that this benefits the city of St. Louis. Not just the St. Louis Blues. It benefits the city. It makes an asset they have worth more money. It brings in more tax dollars by bringing in more, more attractions, more concerts, because due to the upgrades, it's going to be better for the fan experience. It's going to be better for the people that use the venue. This is ridiculous. Get your butt, sorry, get your head out of your butt and do something about this and sign the damn paperwork. All you're doing is costing the city money by fighting this. So, so, uh, Comptroller Green, I'm going to tell all my listeners to please flood your office with phone calls, emails, whatever it takes to get this done. Uh, This has got to get done. The Blues have already started on this renovation. This is totally ridiculous. And I'm just sick and tired of politicians getting in the way of progress Uh, you know, and not seeing things like they should. I know what she's thinking. Oh, this is a rich owner, and he's wanting us to put all this money into you. you, You're stupid. You are stupid. And uh, that's the way I feel about it. Uh, I want to thank everybody for joining me. I know this is going to be a short podcast, but I wanted to talk about Tarasenko, and I wanted to mention Robbie Fabry's progress, and I wanted to talk about the craziness And the way the comptroller is acting and the way the board of aldermen have approved this and are moving forward, which they have the legal right to do. So, uh, like I said, everybody send emails to Green. Call her office. Tell her to sign this damn thing. Tell her how you feel. Uh, We'll be back in a couple weeks to go over the Blues uh, season coming up with a uh, preseason forecast for the Blues we're going to look at the Central Division. I may spend some time on the Eastern Conference in those divisions, but I haven't quite decided that yet. But we'll mo- mostly be talking about the Blues in the Central Division. Topics such as uh, the Dallas Stars. Are they going to be more competitive this year under Ken Hitchcock? He has made a ton of changes, brought in Ben Bishop, let some players go, signed some new players, and uh, this is going to be a different-looking team. Can Ken Hitchcock win in Dallas? Uh, You know, he ended up rubbing his players the wrong way in St. Louis. Uh, You know, does he still have it? We'll have to see that. Can the Predators continue their success they had in the playoffs? Or will they be a team this year that squeaks in like they did last year? Uh, You know, we've got to see what's going on with that. The Blackhawks have made a bunch of changes. Uh, Winnipeg is trying to improve Colorado's trying to improve Uh, you know all these teams have made changes in the offseason but what are these changes going to do please join me for uh, one of the next upcoming podcasts and I may have one in between there if something new breaks on this uh, stupidity of the lawsuit against the city of St. Louis and the St. Louis Blues by uh, Comptroller Green until next time enjoy this hot summer It'll be cold soon, and we'll be enjoying a cold, cold arena. Until next time, let's go Blues.
1: This has been The Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at Drop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or the drop podcast email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com the at gmail.com or LanceD@DropPodcast.com. at droppodcast.com until next time let's go blues
0: This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.